We are Emily and Blair and welcome to Elevating Business, the podcast which focuses in on all things around starting a business online, growing that business and doing so in a way that is healthy and enjoyable to you, the business owner. Before we dive in, be sure to visit our website at emilyandblair.com, which you can use to work your way through starting a business online step by step and it's completely free. Hi and welcome to episode 43, the first installment of setting up your brand and I'll be looking at how to stay focused. Thanks, Emily. Yeah, so we wanted to talk about your brand and setting that up. And, you know, it's a reasonably complex or long topic. So we've split this one into three episodes. So you'll get a wee bit today and then a bit more in the next couple of episodes. So what is it? Well, basically, when you're starting your online business, you need to consider your branding and, and what represents your product or your business to the world. So setting up your branding is important. So we can touch on the important areas and then basically you can take each of these items and expand them to your own product or your own business to suit. So first of all, you're going to look at ideas. So what do you need to consider when you're looking at your product? You know, you need to sit down and brainstorm all of your ideas that you've got and the easiest way is just to grab a pen and paper, write down anything that relates to your product or your service and basically your offering. So think of everything that your product is, um, what it does, how it helps the customer, uh, what shape it is, you know, basically everything and write it down. Um, so it doesn't need to be neat and tidy. It's just a big brainstorm of ideas. Once you've done that, what I normally do is then I'll jump on Google and I'll put those words into the Google image search. What will happen then is they'll bring up some images which relate to those words. And then I'll save those images, you know, as a, as a branding board of, of visually how your brand's gonna feel. So these can include the environment, the colors, people, seasons, you know, if it's a seasonal product. And then all of this should really develop as a list of options, you know, to to develop your logo and your colors and, and basically the look and the feel of your brand. Um, so it's that whole brainstorm of images and words that come together and then you pick the ones that you like or the ones that best represent your brand and, and they filter out at the bottom to become your, your basic brand identity. So then you move on to the look and the feel of your brand. So how do you want your brand to feel? You know, is it a, is it a modern feel, uh, traditional, contemporary? You know, because this will affect the styling of most of the other items we're going to discuss. So, for example, you know, you need to take into account if it's a product-based business, you know, what, what is the product? So, for example, if you're using a or selling a non-digital watch, uh, you know, you may want to go with a more traditional brand because it reflects that product, you know, sort of an old school style watch. Um, whereas, for example, if it's a techie product, then maybe a more modern branding might be more appropriate. So have a think about how you want the look and the feel to, to match whatever the product or your business is. And that, as I say, will distill down into some of these ideas that we're going to talk about. So moving on to your name and your domain name. Now, these are really important to look at together. And the main reason for that is you might choose a real cool, catchy name and then do all your branding and spend a fair bit of money developing your logos and things. Then go and look for your domain for it and you find that it's not available and nothing similar to it's available. 
So you really want to do these two things in conjunction. So have your, have your um, brainstorm of all your names and, and ideas that you came up with in the beginning and go to some of the um, domain name search uh, websites and put some of those names in and see what you can find that's going to match or is, is um, close to it. And, you know, there's ways and means of tweaking things. So, you know, you might abbreviate it down in the, uh, in the domain so you don't use the full name of it. Um, so you've just got to be inventive with, with how you do it because a lot of the domains have already been taken and it might mean that you actually can't use a .com domain because there's just nothing available to suit your name. But you've just got to be flexible around that and look at them both at the same time. Um, so one of the things with the name is, you know, any name you choose, it needs to be easily pronounced because that not only helps a customer actually say your brand name, but it actually helps them remember it. So you don't want to get too complex with this. You know, you want to make sure it's relevant, but also simple to pronounce. And as we mentioned in episode 22, you need to be careful not to break any trademarks. So I'd refer back to that episode because we've got some tips and tricks in there of how to avoid getting yourself in trouble when choosing a brand name. So if you're struggling to choose a name, there's a few websites which can help you with this um, and we'll include those in the show notes. So one option I like to try and do is when I'm trying to find a brand name is, you know, work with, working with a theme or an idea and then going to the online thesaurus. OK, so you can put a word into the thesaurus and then that will come up with a whole lot of related words, you know, similar to that word that you entered. Um, but it might and might just provide you with an alternate name which relates to the same theme that you're trying to you know work with on your brand. So that's a really good tip to to try and find some alternate names that you might not have thought of. So once you've got your name and your domain name sorted, then you move on to the logo. So the logo is really important, as you can see online. You know, a lot of the branding these days is really focused around logos. So it's the main element that you're going to present your brand with. So it needs to be relevant and working with the rest of your branding elements like your fonts and your colors. It can be your brand name, you know, and it's quite common these days to just have the name rather than your name and an icon or a picture or, or something like that. Most of the modern brands these days are using just the word of the company or the product. Um, so the key thing to ensure with your logo is that, that it needs to be readable not too detailed or complex because with the variety of medias you're going to use this on um, online you need it to be different sizes and be presentable at different scales and things so it needs to be reasonably simple and clear because otherwise it's going to get lost when it's reduced right down to a thumbnail size for example so once you've done your logo you need to look at your colors so different colors mean different things to customers Okay, so they, they also suit different niches or industries. Um, and I'll put a link in the show notes to a chart which helps sort of basically collate all of this different information of what certain colors mean. And so you might want to have a look at that and just it might help you choose your base color to go with. It's really important because color is the first thing people will notice about your product or service. And studies have shown that 90% of snap decisions are actually influenced by the color alone. So if you're selling a product, then colors are really important. 
really good to have a, a range of colors in your brand because you can't just use one color. So for your website, for example, you're going to need to use two or three different colors in different areas to highlight things or um, you know um, provide backdrops to to texts and fonts. So it's really important to have a range of colors which work with your primary color that you've chosen. Now we have used uh, colors.com. Uh, we'll put the link in there because they've got a free color palette generator. So what that means is that you've got to say you've got a prime color and that might be like our brand is yellow. We put that color in and then it will produce four or five other colors which work with that particular shade of yellow. And then you can basically get a color board out of all of that, which then you can use, you know, throughout your branding going forward. Okay, and with that branding palette, that will also actually give you the particular color codes. You know, any freelancers or web developers you're working with will ask for that color code so they get it exactly right. Because to be fair, there's a thousand shades of yellow. So you need to make sure that you're consistent with your branding color and that code ensures that you, you are going to be. So that's all I've got with this first part of the branding. Episode 44, I'll be running through the next part of the branding, so be sure to listen to that. And here's Emily. Hi, I'm going to be talking about um, staying focused. And obviously that's really important when you're, you're working and doing your, starting your business, you need to stay focused on, your, on certain tasks. And sometimes it can be quite hard. You know, both attention span and concentration can vary for a number of reasons. And sometimes some people find it harder tuning out and getting distracted than others and there's things which can affect that your age um your sleep also it's um a bit of a vicious cycle really um you can become frustrated when you're trying to concentrate and you just find it really really hard and then that can lead to stress and irritation and then your focus is gone and it makes it even harder so how to stay focused then well simply take a break Firstly, you just get away from what you're doing. Sometimes just have a five-minute break. Go and get a drink. Go and have a biscuit. Maybe even just go in the garden or out into some outside space and get some fresh air. That can just really, really help. Simple little thing like that. Um, but also things like training your brain to do certain things like um, Sudoku or crossword puzzles, maybe chess, things like that. Memory games are really good at just helping you to keep your, your memory and your, your brain working working well. Um, sleep as well is, is so key to um, helping your mood and your performance. They do recommend you should have about seven to eight hours sleep per night. And I know many of us don't always get that. There's interruptions all the time. And on the whole, you know, if it's now and then you're not getting a, a good night's sleep, it's probably not going to affect, affect you that much. But if it's constantly happening night after night after night, you are going to find in the long term that your mood and your performance at work will deteriorate. So obviously that's not a great thing. So we really need to make sure we are getting a good night's sleep. Other things to try is meditation. There's some low, I've mentioned this in previous episodes, there's huge benefits to meditation, just to refocus you, even five minutes, just spending some time deep breathing, um, or even trying something um, like some yoga, uh, going to a class or just doing a little bit of stretching can then refocus your mind. Also, there's been research into listening to music can really, really help. Now, I'm not saying listen to, you know, hardcore rock or anything like that. The research shows that actually um, classical music is the best. Music which doesn't have any words, because often if there's words in 
what you're listening to, you'll tend to sing along and get distracted. Whereas music that is just a nice, soothing sound can actually help you to um, focus and concentrate on what you're doing. Diet as well is a really important thing for your concentration and your memory. There's particular foods which help with that and just getting a variety of those. And if you're not having some of those foods, maybe just try to get them in a couple of times a week. Things like fatty fish, salmon and trout, oily fish are really, really high in omega-3 and help with um, brain memory and your focus. Eggs, I mean, we all have eggs generally in our fridge. Eggs are really, really good, really high in protein. Fruit as well, blueberries are a really good antioxidant and spinach as well. So just trying to get some of these a few things into your diet, mixing it up a little bit, not always having the same food day in, day out. And also, actually, although there's uh, research for and against caffeine, coffee is a stimulant and it can actually give you a bit of a boost. So if you are just having that bit of a lull in the afternoon and need a bit of concentration or in the morning, have a cup of coffee. There are benefits to um, coffee. And also having a piece of chocolate, because particularly dark chocolate is also really good uh, antioxidant and help you focus. Mm, chocolate and coffee in the morning. I like the sound of that. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks very much. And we'll see you in episode 44. Any links and resources mentioned in this episode can be found in the show notes. And remember that our website is a huge resource of free step-by-step guides for starting a business online and working through the journey. If you like what you're hearing, then please subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend.